0: With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting. Yesterday, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors continued to discuss the draft of the county's Commercial Wind Energy Conversion System Ordinance. The Franklin Supervisors directed the county auditor to contact the wind attorney and Iowa codification for changes in the ordinance, including a reduction of the total number of towers in Franklin County to 330 reducing the decibel level for sound to 45 and to set 300 feet from the center of the tower to center of the drainage tile or open ditch as the setback. The changes also include removing the daily limit of shadow flicker. The Hardin County Compensation Board has made its recommendations for the salaries of the county's elected officials for fiscal year 2024. The Comp Board is recommending no increase in pay for the position of Hardin County Attorney For the positions of county sheriff and treasurer, pay raises of 8.7% each are being recommended. For the position of county recorder, a pay raise of 9% was recommended. And for county auditor and each supervisor, pay raises of 10% each are being recommended. The Hardin County Board of Supervisors will have the final say on the proposed salaries. Yesterday, the Hardin County Board of Supervisors appointed a couple of people to the County Condemnation Board and also removed two individuals from the board. In other business, the Hardin Supervisors set a public hearing on a budget amendment for February 13th. And the Hardin County Board of Supervisors approved an embargo along H Avenue between County Highway C-73 and D-20 by closing it to trucks in excess of five tons gross weight. Last night, the Butler County Sheriff's Department arrested 29-year-old Mitchell Kelderman of Waterloo for a parole violation. Hampton Mayor Steve Bertzel tells Radio On The Go News he's hoping the city can reach different goals for 20 Twenty-three. I think my
1: main priority, number one of the nuisance properties, I want to see those cleaned up as much as we can and make this a, a beautiful town to live in that people want to come here and live. The other thing is I, I'd like to see us bring some more business and economic development in. I mean, I think it's important and we've recently got the central company out at the industrial park, the family dollar store going in over here where the co-op used to be. Little things, little employers, but you know what? If we keep building, I think we can bring in some bigger employers and, and we can make Hampton great again.
0: The Hampton City Council is in the middle of working on the city's proposed next fiscal year budget, which will begin July 1st. Last night, the Alden City Council passed in all three readings ordinance amendments concerning the city's water and sewer service rates. The Alden Council also passed in all three readings an ordinance amendment that will increase the landfill assessment fee by $4.45 a month for each household, meaning the charge will be going from $21.40 to $21.40, To $25.85 a month. And the Alden City Council said February 6th at 12 p.m. as the date and time to hold a public hearing on the city's proposed maximum property tax levy for fiscal year 2024. Last week, the Clarksville School Board was informed by Clarksville Mayor Mike Grantham that the current 28E agreement between the City Recreation Department and the School District is outdated and needs updating. Another business, the Clarksville board approved the job description for the assistant principal athletic director at risk coordinator as presented. Also in the news, it may be the dead of winter, but Iowans are looking ahead to spring when they can do some pedal powered two wheeling. This weekend is the Iowa Bike Expo, where all things cycling will be on display and for sale through dozens of exhibitors at the Iowa Events Center in Des Moines. Mark Wyatt. Executive Director of the Iowa Bicycle Coalition says the Saturday event has become a wintertime beacon for bike riders, a glimmer of hope for the warm weather to come.
1: It's bikes, gear, destinations, and events. So if you're shopping for summer recreational activities, this is the place that you want to be this weekend.
0: For Iowans who are on the market for a new bike, Wyatt says this is a great place to test ride some new options without having to worry about the weather.
1: We have a, a large demo area where you can uh, take a bike over from one of the retailers and, and give it a go. Um, a lot of people like the recumbent trikes or the electric bikes or just trying out uh, what that new bike feels like inside in kind of a temperature-controlled area.
0: This is the 10th year for the Expo in Des Moines, which Wyatt says has continued to gain momentum each year.
1: We've grown from just a kind of a hallway Expo up until uh, filling up uh, hy Hall A. And uh, usually we see somewhere between three and 6,000 people that come to this event. So it's, uh, it's really popular. And like I said, we've, we've kind of grown over the hump for winter, and people are starting to look for spring and summer and plan their recreational activities.
0: The Expo runs Saturday from 10 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. It coincides with the route announcement party for Ragbri that night, also at the Iowa Events Center in Des Moines. Butler Grundy Development Alliance is once again partnering with the Butler County Conservation Board to promote the Rolling Prairie Bike Trail at this weekend's Iowa Bike Expo. This event is the first of several vacation and recreation focused shows that the organization will be exhibiting at now through spring to promote the bike trail, campgrounds, uh, water recreation, along with other outdoor opportunities. It will also be the first event where the 2023 edition of the Butler County Visitor's Guide will be distributed. Applications to take part in the Master Gardener program offered by Iowa State University Extension and Outreach in Franklin County are due by February 3rd. And this is Franklin County Extension Executive Director, Missy Crawford. People who are interested in gardening and horticulture, they are curious and love to learn. And the program commitment is, in the first year, have 40 hours of volunteer experience, I guess, throughout the communities. And we also have 40 hours of education that Extension works to help provide that. Very exciting time in Franklin County. Our last session had... 12 people enrolled in the Master Gardener Program, and we're hoping to hear some of the winter blues by offering this training again. It does run for 10 weeks, and most of the programming is online. We do have some in-person education sessions that we are required to have our participants come to. For more information, call 456-4811. Again, 456-4811. Saturday night, the Butler County Fair Board hosted supporters and volunteers at their annual appreciation dinner held at the Green Community Center following a short program that included hearing updates on facility needs and upgrades. The crowd in attendance heard from the 2022 Butler County Fair Queen who spoke about her experience representing the county at the uh, Iowa State Fair. Derek Prostein, who serves on the Butler County Fair Entertainment Committee, also unveiled the grandstand lineup for the 2023 Fair. Legendary country music group Sawyer Brown headlines a lineup as they are scheduled to entertain in Allison, 7.30 p.m. on Thursday, June 22nd. On Tuesday, June 20th, the pre-fair parade will take place, followed by the crowning of the fair queen. On Wednesday, June 21st, the Butler County Fair will host the East Central Iowa Tractor Pullers. Friday, June 23rd, the popular Night of Destruction returns, followed by harness races Saturday afternoon and the scrambles on Saturday evening. The 2023 Butler County Fair will wrap up on Sunday, June 25th, with barnyard battles in the grandstand at 1 p.m. and figure eight racing at 6 o'clock. The 2023 Butler County Fair runs June 21st through the 25th at the fairgrounds in Allison. More information can be found online at butlercountyfair.org. Again, that's Butler County Fair. And today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program is the Chief Nursing Officer of Franklin General Hospital in Hampton, Rebecca Alt, who will discuss the recent acquisition, what is now called Franklin General Assisted Living, by the hospital. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program here's weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. For Radio On The Go news, Brian Feature reporting.